Lemon bars. The perfect combination of tartness and sweetness. I had adjusted this recipe from the original. What I wanted to do is just get more of a lemon flavor. And so what I did is I added more lemon juice and more zest. And it did add definitely a little bit more lemon flavor, but I didn't want it. It was too mushy. So to compensate it, I kept adding a little bit more flour. And the reason I chose to add more flour, because I didn't want it to be so sweet. It is a lemon bar that is definitely very tart and sweet, but it's much more lemon forward on your taste. And we've made these, I mean, one winery ordered 20 full sheet pans of lemon bars. Um, I have a very <laughs> big memory of that because they're kind of messy if you're doing like massive production of them. Um, and what I mean by that is this is a two-step process. So you put your first, your base down, your shortbread, so to speak, and then you add this liquid. It's pretty liquid. It firms up. It's got a lot of eggs in it, which firms it up. But at the same time, it's very liquid. And so you're, you've got a very hot pan and you're pouring this liquid in and then you got to put it in the oven without uh, it spilling everywhere. Well, I wasn't, we weren't that successful at it. We had lemon everywhere. <laughs> it, it was, uh, anyway, it was in the bottom of the oven. It was, yeah, it was just a lot. I know that you won't have that same problem because you're going to be making a much smaller version. It was a big hit at the party, though. I can tell you that. I didn't really think wine and lemon bars were, you know, the combination. But they also ordered like 20 full sheet pans of brownies. So it was brownies and lemon. So a lot of people with the white wines like lemon bars. So with this recipe, it's a pretty big recipe, but you can always freeze part of it or give it away. And so it's going to be about two of your standard cookie sheets at home, or if you look at a nine by 13 pan, it's going to be about two of those. And your crust, your crust is basically about a quarter inch thick. And so that'll give you an idea of your pan size you want to use. I prefer to bake the lemon bars at no higher than 350. You don't want to burn the crust. Some of the recipes that I've talked about already, and some, especially some of the breads, you could turn up the heat on it. It's just going to give you a little harder crust and, you know, bake quicker. It's not really that big of a deal. This one, it kind of is. So no higher than 350 degrees. And we're going to make the crust first, which is basically you're combining together flour, butter, lemon zest, and powdered sugar. And the butter in here should be softened, but not melted. Um, butter is one of those things in recipes you, you just want to get right. It has a lot more to do with the texture of the final product. And so softened, ideally you take the butter out the night before, but or not a big deal if you didn't. Um, you can also throw it in the microwave, just 15 seconds, right? So I still want it whole, just softened. Like you could push your finger in there, but there's nothing melted. And if it gets, what happens, it gets too brittle if it's uh, melted. This is a pastry, so you want to use a white pastry flour, all-purpose flour, or cake flour. And then it also calls for powdered sugar and lemon zest. If you have a lemon zester, that's great. You don't need to go out and buy one. And you can also use a cheese grater. We've used that. And then lastly, a paring knife will work. 
you just want to make sure you're getting the outer layer of the lemon. Between the juice and the outer layer, there's a kind of a bitter part of it too. So just try to get the yellow part and the outer layer in there. And if you want to use dried lemon zest, you can. Rocky Mountain Spicer is a company we use. So, so we buy like 10 pounds of dried lemon zest at a time. But I also have a lemon tree. So we use the lemons there, but a lot of times we run out. And then sometimes, especially during the holidays, we're so busy. I just don't really want to zest like 20 lemons. <laughs> and so we'll use the dried lemon zest. If you do have access to that, it's basically one tablespoon of lemon zest. You hydrate it a bit in advance, and that's one, one tablespoon of lemon zest is one lemon. Just a pinch of salt, like a, like a teaspoon of salt. It really, it's not a chemical reason that you're adding it. Like in bread recipes, a lot of things can go sideways on you if you eliminate the salt. And uh, this, it's more of just a flavoring. Do you have salt issues and you want to leave it out? Uh, feel free. So you want to spray your pans with a nonstick spray pretty thoroughly. You put this above mixture on the sheets and just evenly distribute it and then pack it down. And when you're making the mixture, um, you'll see it, it'll get kind of harder and the powdered sugar sort of dissolves in there with the flour and the butter. Just pack it down the best you can. And then now this is the first step. You're going to bake this in your oven. And all ovens are a little bit different. So I'm going to start with 20 minutes. It could take 30 minutes or even 35 minutes, you know, depending upon your oven. But start with 20 minutes. And what you're looking for in your in your crust, it should have a slight, you know, golden color to it. And really, it should be pretty firm. And you can add five minutes at a time from there. And the reason you want to pre-bake the crust, because it really helps it hold up under the lemon. So the lemon mixture, like I said earlier, it's, it's a liquid. And if you don't pre-bake it, it's just a mushy mess. Definitely pre-bake your crust, get it pretty firm, slightly golden, and then you pour the mixture on there. So And so while that's baking, that's when you whisk together your eggs, your sugar, your flour, your lemon zest, baking powder, and lemon juice. And you want to mix it until it's frothy. Okay, so that's because of the eggs. If you don't have a mixer, then you can use like a, a wire whip will work. And if you don't have one of those, you can use your fork. You certainly can do it with a fork, but you got to be quick. You really got to whip that fork <laughs> and get it frothy. And if you do have a mixer, what I would recommend using is your whip attachment. And then what you do is you've got that hot crust and then you just pour that mixture right on there. And it's really runny and you're thinking, oh, did I screw this up? Did I not follow the recipe? But that's pretty much how it is. Okay, and that is eight eggs, four cups of white sugar, two teaspoons of baking powder, half a cup of your all-purpose flour, and two cups of lemon juice. Easy and convenient to buy lemon juice but I have a hard time wasting the zested lemons. If you want to get more juice out of your lemons, what we find is you just pop them in the microwave for about 15 seconds and you'll get more juice out of them. And then two tablespoons of lemon zest or two lemons zested. Like I said, this is a lot of zesting. So this recipe has three lemons that are zested. And if you want to cut the recipe in half, you can. But I always like making the best use of my time. I mean, quite frankly, this thing freezes really well. Why not do a double batch? 
Okay, now you can return this mixture once you poured it on there into your oven and you bake it for another 20 to 30 minutes. You'll see it set up. And so I would check it at 20 minutes. But if it's not firm yet, keep baking in another five minute increments. It should turn a little bit of a golden kind of color. And what I do is I open the, first I look at it. So if at 20 minutes, if you look at it and there's no goldness to it or tan or whatever you want to call it, then I probably just bake it for another five minutes. But where you want to test it is in the middle, right? If it's going to get underbaked, it's going to, need to be in the middle. And it should jiggle a bit, okay? So it shouldn't be completely set. Um, just like cookies, these bars will set up even a little bit more so um, after you take them out of the oven. So they continue baking a little bit. A little jiggle is good, but not like super wet where uh, it's moving, the whole thing is moving. And on the edges, it should be more firm. And then what we do is we dust the top with one and a half cups of powdered sugar. And I just got back from Anchorage, Alaska. And I was visiting them and they had these beautiful lemon bars out there. And it had that white powdered sugar that was still on them. And it was wrapped in plastic. Okay, that is like a miracle. <laughs> and I'm looking at it. In fact, I took a photo of them and I, I was talking to the franchisee and I said, how did you get your lemon bars to look like they do? Because normally what happens is, is you put your powdered sugar on the lemon bars. Oh, and they look great. And then it disintegrates into the lemon bar and you get no powdered sugar on there. And in business, I can tell you that white stuff sells. It's like marketing. <laughs> if you've got frosting on something, it just catches people's eye. And it, and it looks prettier too, the contrast and color of the yellow and the white. And uh, what she said is that they got donut powdered sugar. I never knew there was such a thing. And I don't know if it's worth it to get it for you, but if you do want to keep that white powdered sugar longer, then I would suggest you get some donut powdered sugar. And then the other thing you can do is like another franchisee, they put it in a plastic container that has, it's not touching the lid. So it's like a clamshell container and that will allow the powdered sugar to last a little bit longer too. Um, and we just sort of gave up. So we just powdered sugar it and then we put these in the refrigerator because the reality is, is that these don't last that long. So they're not durable like other bars. You know, you're going to get, on the counter, you'll get certainly, you know, two to four days, depending on the temperature of your counters. But um, I would suggest, you know, eating them within the first couple of days. And if you're not going to have them then, then you can refrigerate them and they'll last like another week on the refrigerator or even better, you could freeze them, just portion them out. We portion ours into about two inches squared. It's about four inches total, or you can make them bigger. You can make them four inches squared. You know, it's really up to you. But yeah, so they do freeze well. This is a pretty big recipe. And um, so I kind of plan on that or plan on something special. And and it's really good for a nice springtime treat. There's something about the lemon and the zest and whatever else that makes it feel like spring to me. Oh, one last tip. So I would take it out of the oven and let it cool completely. Oh, for about an hour or so before you dust your powdered sugar. If you do it right away, it just kind of disappears even quicker. Take it out, let it cool, then dust with powdered sugar, divide and consume, and enjoy your lemony 
zesty lemon bars that are still sweet, but not too sweet. Thanks for listening, everybody. Happy baking until next time. Mm-hmm.